0: Welcome back to The Gavel and the Gavel. It's me, Harry, and I'm joined by... It's me, Simon, in sunny, sunny Devon. How are you, Harry? I'm very well, mate. As everybody knows, we're a couple of auctioneers and we chat about stuff. How was your week? I have a question for you before you jump in. How was your afternoon with the WI?
1: Yeah, my afternoon with the WI was lovely. There was... There was a lot of ladies there. There was a lot of ladies there, Harry. I can tell you, and, uh, and and I don't I don't mind I don't mind admitting I was I was a little bit nervous. I was a little bit nervous when I went in, you know, as little Doreen said, uh, "You better be good." <laughs> okay and uh another lady said we've been looking forward to this cuz we like flog it and we like the and uh, so you better be good and and to be fair i felt the pressure harry i genuinely felt the pressure and i stood up in front of 40 50 ladies who we're all sipping tea and and looking expectantly at me, but I think it went all right. I and, and do you know what? They bought me a nice bottle of wine. So I'm loving them very much. Dear listener, pay no attention to this. Simon, as
0: ever, pulled it out of the bag, and I am aware that they said he was one of the best speakers they have ever had. And Simon worries, Simon worries that I'm bigging him up for a joke. I'm not bigging him up for a joke. I am just know he's good at this sort of stuff.
1: They were very, very nice. They were very, very lovely. They They had lots of questions for me and it was really sweet. They had questions about my stories, which means they didn't nod off and ignore me they were genuinely and they also brought along and we did a little bit of a valuation thing at the end you know what i thoroughly enjoyed it and um i have offered my services again and apparently next year i might even be asked back high praise indeed high praise indeed they were absolutely lovely thank you for asking harry
0: how's your week Uh, my week's been absolutely fantastic um really busy And I am in trouble with the office at Windsor because I had forgotten that in May there are three bank holidays, right? Yeah. Which Mm -hmm. sort of reduces the working period. Uh, So we are now uh, clearing a house every day in May and we are now booking the end of June. So, generally speaking, you're in trouble. I'm in trouble just from a logistics Mm -hmm. point of view because. It's just, it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, I want everybody Mm. to have time off and I want bank holidays and there's a coronation. It's all really exciting. But the commercial world at the moment with moving houses and all the rest
1: of it, Mm -hmm. people are getting after it. It's really tricky. And you also decided May the Minimalist Month, work-wise, to throw in an additional auction platform for Windsor Auctions.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that's another reason I'm not popular Mm. with you, with everybody else. No,
1: no, don't get... Yeah, absolutely. So you've just sort of told me that this is the busiest month of the year because of the reduced working hours. And this is the month you chose to go, do you know what? One auction platform's not enough. Let's trial another one alongside that one with the auctioneers in May. Talk me through that thinking, Harry. Uh, Probably rather Uh, not. (laughs) <laughs> okay, good. Uh, good chat. Good chat. And this is how the directors' meetings go at I Bay Auctions and Windsor Auctions. Oh, probably rather stick uh, to an email it, or a WhatsApp it, on that. If we could just brush that quietly under the carpet and move on, I'd be a lot more comfortable. Brilliant. Excellent. Well done. No, it's going to be fun. It's yeah, gonna be it's going to be fun. Uh, dear listener, uh, you will tell by
0: the fact that uh, that conversation, uh, how that conversation has gone, uh, that the communication lines between Devon and Windsor, which isn't far To be fair, and we do have modern scalar communications. We're not doing it all with pigeon. Are not great currently because we're both incredibly busy. So I may (laughs) have may have not Mm. been speedy enough uh, with the uh, paperwork on that. Right, moving on. So I don't moving on moving swiftly on. Well done, Harry. We've got um, we've got an interview today, mate. We have. He is a supplier and uh, of yours down in London, yeah. uh, But I suspect we'll soon uh, be a supplier partner, however you want to phrase it, of us. We are welcoming. Well, you tell, you tell our listener who we're welcoming, mate.
1: We are welcoming uh, Jeremy Parnham, uh, who is the managing director and owner of Post-It For Me. Now, as we've discussed on the podcast uh, many, many times before, auction houses. We sell a whole range of things from highly, highly precious uh, tiny bits of uh, ceramics and porcelain to huge buffalo heads and goodness knows whatever else we have. And somehow those items need to get from our little old auction houses to our wonderful customers wherever they may be. And this is where we cue Mr. Jeremy Parnum. I'm
0: delighted to say that we are joined by a gentleman who has embraced one of the hottest topics in the auction world. We are joined today by Jeremy Parnham, Managing Director and owner of Post-It For Me. Jeremy, hello. How are you, sir? Very well, thanks, Harry. And uh, yeah, thanks for uh, inviting me on. Uh, our pleasure. Well, I'm going to do the disclosure before we start. Jeremy is uh, an intricate part of of uh, our Lime Bay uh, auctions operation as he does our shipping. So this is going to be an interview which
1: Simon has quite a lot to say in. How are you, Simon? I am well, thank you, Harry. Jeremy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for agreeing to be on. Really appreciate it. It's great to see you. Yeah, absolutely. I
2: I, I just wanted to uh, um, let you know, Simon, I'm not not sure I've ever told you before, but um, Lime Bay auctions is actually the only auction house in the UK that I've actually been banned from. Temporarily, and I—I uh, I hasten to add, it wasn't by you. Oh. It was—it um, was—it was, it was actually by my wife because every time I come down and visit to you, I actually come home with something I don't need. <laughs> I think—I think last time it was a piano. It was a um, piano, yes. Which I—which I still can't play. Um, <laughs> the time before that, it was a set of drums, which are still out in the shed. Yes. And uh, so, so, yeah, she she said, you, you, you really cannot go down there and see Simon." <laughs>
1: Jeremy, that's absolutely brilliant. Uh, yeah, I wonder why we hadn't seen you for so long. I mean, I was blaming a pandemic, but clearly it's your wife I need <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you filled that story in quite
0: quickly. That took so like a really nasty turn.
1: I thought I thought that was going to be the most shocking start to a podcast uh, that we've ever had. But I this you took the... Dear listener, if you watch the video, watch for Simon's face. Absolutely. I mean, you got me right on the hook there, Jeremy. I'll tell you that right from... Oh my word. Goodness me. Well, um, Mrs. Parnham, uh, public apology from me and Lime Bay Auctions for the racket that we sent your way in pianos and drums and the like. And to be fair, Jeremy, it was at one of these um instances where you were collecting at Lime Bay, uh, the, the super salesman that you are, that you did accost me and say, Are you you, you part you know, you part of this? We've got post it for me. Um, and you know, let's have a chat about partnering up and how long ago was that it's got to be four or five years ago hasn't it something yeah like some, something like that yeah yeah okay and so for our for our dedicated listener um generally tell us a little bit about your background um and a little bit about post-it for me and then we'll get into the nitty-gritty but a bit of background if you would
2: yeah sure um so i've spent the last 20 odd years in uh, working in international postal logistics um working with typically Large online retailers that send a lot of stuff overseas, um, and through that a lot of learnings. Um, yeah, I'd like to think of know my no way around uh, the whole sort of uh, the whole sort of postal piece. Um, so I was looking to apply that to a sort of an, a niche industry, if you like, and I think antiques and uh, and sale rooms really uh, really sort of hits the spot because it's you know it's not straightforward. It tends to be. Um, things that are a little bit lumpy um, in that's lumpy in terms of uh, um, you know how you uh, how you might want to pack them up and uh, and also uh, you know how you get them cleared you know, different uh, different high value items that type of thing so so yeah it was really to apply my knowledge I guess um, to that part of the postal industry and yeah and we could we could see a you know definitely a, an opening in there for a uh, um, you know, somebody to come in and, 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 you know, really do it sort of you know, proper end-to-end service.
1: Absolutely. And and to be fair, when you did approach uh, me after an auction, I think, um, and the big van was outside and you said, can we have a chat? I was straight in there. I was like, we need some help with this. We are struggling. We are an auction house, but we have an obligation. Um, to our customers, as we provide this online selling service, which makes distance far greater, which means people can bid from around the world, and we discuss all. We've discussed all the advantages of that to an auction house. The greater, um, uh, the, the more people we can reach. But of course, we've now got to get those items to them, and um, and so. You, so the listeners know, um, regularly now uh, after auctions, your vans turn up. Um, Often it's lovely Nigel, who works in our area, and he can be picking up anything from a huge piece of artwork with a sh- a big plate, you know, piece of glass in it to some incredibly delicate china to, you know, all sorts. I mean, that's one hell of a logistical challenge for you, isn't it? Um, yeah, it can be. Um, and I think,
2: you know, learnings along the way as well, if, if we're being, being honest. So we as part of when we set up Posted for Me, we, we took over um, a, a small operation that, that um, specialised in packing china. Um so uh, yeah we had some really good good uh, sort of teaching there as to how to do it properly they got a great reputation um, mainly dealing with people in the far east and um, buyers there who would who would buy um sort of uh, lots of china Um and then so we bring it back consolidate it pack it up and so we we sort of uh, we'd, we'd ship that out every, every week but so um, yeah that was the real grounding for getting the quality in there because yeah quality is everything so it's you know, it's it's the methodology for a particular type of item that you're packing. Uh, as you say, a you know, big piece of artwork with a with a, a, a you know a big piece of glass on it. We um, use the, the tried and tested Union Jack taping method across the, 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 the glass, and then obviously all corners and, and bubble wrapped around, and we've uh, got hardboard as well across the uh, um, across the front. So it's yeah, every everything that uh, stops anything that could possibly go wrong.
0: Hang on, Jeremy, I've got to ask you because I'm completely inept and can't do anything on this nature. I just talk for a living. But with regards to packing the China. So when you took over this operation, they had people who were proficient in, you know, packing up a Chinese ginger jar, for instance, and making sure it gets to the Orient in one piece rather than, yeah in the 25 that I would get it there in yeah
2: yeah absolutely and and yeah i think the key to it is it's is not to not to skimp on on anything don't try and cut any corners um yeah use really good quality packing materials um, you know you can there's there's a whole range of top quality packing materials that are also um, environmentally sustainable as well and um, so you know
0: that's that's important that you utilize all of these things Jeremy you've got ahead of us there you've got ahead of us there because that's one of the big questions that a lot of auction houses who advertise in-house or relationships with companies such as yourself um, make a massive thing of the fact that the packaging is environmentally uh, friendly because obviously we all know about amazon and the you know memes about you get you know a matchbox with 10 tons of packing materials and a box that you could put a bicycle in you know that it, it, we're that's a real hot topic in our industry as well is to try and keep it as sustainable as possible because we are one of the most sustainable industries in the world because we're recycling everything yeah absolutely and um, it's the uh, the circular economy i think they call it don't they um yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, so we we even um, go as far well with, with some of our courier partners, so we can um, produce data as well on the carbon footprints of, of the actual um, the delivery as as well. So oh, fantastic! Um, yeah, wow. so we, we've developed, developed an algorithm which yeah, so if you're we're shipping something out to Australia, it, it'll work out the uh, um, yeah the, the carbon footprint based on the the the, the drive to Heathrow and then the, the plane flight over there. I mean, it's, you know, it's fairly rudimentary, but it, you know, that, that sort of data, if you're looking at, you know, some of the you know, bigger auction houses might be looking at B Corp and, and, and things like that. Yeah. And that data is really, really useful for them. So that's that's something, again, talk about trying to, you know, be a disruptor if you if you want to coin a, 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 a sort of a, an, an in phrase. Um, but, but we really want to try and revolutionise what, what happens in the, in the, the postal industry, with relation to to
0: um, auction houses and sale rooms. I mean, the green credentials must be powering your business along because there's a lot. It's a big thing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think you know some some people are are, uh, are, are keener on it than others, probably, or or you know it, it's it's more important to them than, than others, probably. Um, but yeah, I think you know it's 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 obviously the the uh, the way to go. We have to do everything that we can possibly do to uh, uh, to reduce the impact.
1: Yeah. Great. Fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, Jeremy, as well, I he, the bit that interests me as well is that, well, um, I f- uh, fell foul of doing some in-house shipping once upon a time, whereby we packed up some China, um, it was shipped, it turned up broken. And when we checked out because we'd taken money to pack this and ship it, despite the fact that um the courier had beaten it to death through a distribution center, we were liable because ultimately we didn't pack it for any eventuality. So is that something that that you have to look at in terms of how this package is going to travel and looking at any eventuality that may befall this poor package to ensure that it gets to the other end?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um so Insurance is, is one thing, but, but typically that, that won't cover it if your packing's not up to, uh, up, up to scratch. So, yeah, you've, you've got to assume that that package is going to get thrown across a warehouse somewhere on its journey. Yeah, chances are it probably won't do, but that's what you have to assume. Um, so it's that attention to, uh, I always uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if this is a, a great story or not, but um, I always tell our guys about attention to detail and I always tell them the story about um, when I took my cat to the vets once so um,
0: <laughs> careful a, a slight departure but um, <laughs> you didn't bubble wrap it, is so what i'm checking on first that's what i'm going no,
2: so we, we've got two cats and uh, they're they're in their late teens now so 16 years of age a couple of tortoiseshells sisters and um anyway mrs p um reported to me that um, you know one of the cats was you know off its food and it was it was being sick and so i said well yeah not a problem i'll uh, I'll, I'll pop home and I'll, I'll get it and i'll take it to the vet and um so did that got the cat off to the vet cats on the on the sort of vet's table and he uh does a um checks the heartbeat checks his teeth and um and he said yeah no cat seems fine and as he's saying that i'm looking at the cat and i'm thinking i bought the wrong cat haven't i <laughs> So, because the, the two cats were quite similar and so i always tell our guys that you know detail is everything attention to detail so uh, so we, we can apply that in in every part of that of our process so you know when it's the guys coming to to collect um it's making sure that you know the lot number matches what they've got on their collection sheet and you know what, what the customers actually ordered. checking with the auction house that they given us the right lot as well. Um, goes back to the packing house and again that, that sort of corroboration needs needs to be done. And again, then when you you're actually sending it out to post, it's making sure you've got the right um, commodity codes, the right customs details, the right values so that everything marries up. Um, and I think if you you know if you concentrate on each one of those bits of process and, and do it properly, then the the um, you know that reduces your flattens your risk at the end of the day of any liability. But yeah, if unfortunately something does go wrong at some point then yeah you you know as as the packer and the shipper you you take that liability but but we we, yeah we're pretty close to our data so we 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 know that the incidence of of breakage is is pretty low so we we build that into our into our overall sort of costings.
1: And it's it's pretty brave isn't it I mean you said that you were uh, you know you started out involved in international logistics and the like you decided to specialize and go for honestly auctioneers are you crazy (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's not i mean um here's here's the issue i mean if sometimes a lot of times you could be shipping a roman relic that could be considered hugely hugely valuable and a one-off so you can't replace it um and also it's not like we ship all of the same kind of stuff that fits in the same kind of box. You could have a, a, a taxidermy deer's head one day and a silver snuff box the next day. You know, the size and range. Are you crazy, Jeremy?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I wake up every day asking me myself that exact same question, Simon. <laughs> But uh, it does, um, yeah, it's, uh, it would be a boring life if everything was uh, was uniform.
1: How many auction houses are you, are you working with now, roughly, roughly speaking?
2: Yeah, roughly, it's around about, it's just short of 200, I think, in total. Um, and that's not, obviously, every every week or every month, some come and, come and, come and go. But, um, and that relates to, um, in terms of end customers, I think we're just short of 10,000 at the moment. So, and again, some of those are regular buyers. And, and some not so the you know the aim is that we um we get national coverage we've we've got the two two hubs at the moment one in the midlands one down in the in the southwest um and a plan for at least another one this year so where we can fill in some of the uh,
0: other areas. I'm I'm going to share. I'm going to um, uh, save Simon's blushes now because obviously we were chatting off air at the beginning, and obviously you owe a lot of your uh, business success, uh, don't you, Jeremy, to uh, Simon being an early adopter. Oh, Harry! Listener, he's shaking his head. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I, I think
2: it was transformational in our journey. To be honest with you, Harry.
1: <laughs> Excellent, thanks, Joe. Okay, Just yeah, okay. That's going to be on Harry's ringtone on his <laughs> no, mobile not, phone now. Simon,
0: <laughs> Simon, you adopted a, a shipper. Uh, I'm uh, we're having a row on on, on, on our podcast. <laughs> uh, Simon adopted a shipper before Windsor did, and uh, we then followed suit. It does change. It does change your, it, how you approach things. And it does change. And it also, Jeremy, I have to say, you've just relate, referred to it, takes the stress away from the um, from the auctioneer. We've got all sorts of stresses and strains, like in any business. And you are, you know, fundamentally sort of sucking up a whole section of that. And it's, um, you know, it's hugely good news.
1: But I think it is worth mentioning that a partnership like this with a Post-it for me, um, has has transformed our business from the point of view where we would get to the end of an auction. We get flooded with, well, I'm expecting you to obviously provide a postage quote for this uh, antelope's head that I bought or this um, fine set of crystal glassware. Um, so it, it, it has gone from that to us literally saying, here's post-it for me. They will quote you. They will deal with you. They will manage the process. They will provide all the customer care to literally the items being whisked away within a week and you know all we get then is nice little emails from customers saying thank you so much for introducing us to post it for me what a fabulous service and very cost effective so from our point of view you know it is absolutely game-changing so we can focus on what we do best and let jeremy and his team do what they do best so it really is a fantastic symbiotic partnership
2: yeah it 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 really is a win-win because as as you say if you introduce us to a customer that they'll likely use us for you know buying it they, i hate to break it to you that not all customers just buy from you simon But uh,
1: yeah, I, I
0: So, what was that jeremy how Hold is that on.
1: how has this happened there seems to be a terrible
0: connection on this line. What I
1: d I I don't there are other auction houses. Simon, I thought they were just uh, I thought it was just us. You sold me, it was just It was us. just us. Yeah. That's what Jeremy told me actually. He said it's just you. That's all it is. Yeah. I, heard I feel like we're I feel like we're breaking up on air, Jeremy. Do you I had the number two hundred a minute ago?
0: That's really freaked me out. I know,
1: I know. When he says it's not you, it's me mm. and the other two and the other two hundred by the sounds of it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> What's the weirdest stuff you've been asked to ship and pack then, Jeremy? I think um, uh, recently, well, just before Christmas, we had a set of Gandhi's flip flops. So that was, uh,
2: um, yeah, that wow. was quite interesting. Yeah, um, so we used uh, we've got a, a, a sort of a service that we're we're going to brand as Post It for Me Platinum. So for high value items um, where we'll just deliver it directly, you know, won't use the courier networks and such. Um, so that, oh, that wow. was. One. That we used uh, we use for, uh, for Gandhi's flip. So hang hang
0: on, you you will pick it up and deliver it at, like it, what it just it doesn't go through anybody else's hands.
2: Yeah, I mean, if it, it obviously um, there's a cost involved in that, and uh, but for certain items, yeah, you know, yeah, it, yeah. Might, it might be that the client you know wants it in a particular time frame, um, or yeah, they they just
0: don't, both don't our auction houses get that request. You know, ten times Absolutely. a year that it's something really rare, or yeah. usually, actually, it's not just of monetary value. It's been bought for a hugely sentimental reason, yeah. and there's this sort of inbuilt panic that it's not going to, it's not going to get there. So it's not you. It's not always the money. It's sometimes it's just so important to them that they get the item. So that sort of level of service is just going to fly. I would have thought.
2: Yeah. So we we haven't started promoting it yet, but uh, um, yeah, it's 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 pretty much ready to go. We'll get Simon on it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that is absolutely fantastic as well. I mean, I mean you know, we do get instances where, and we had some uh, one uh, a year or two ago where somebody was trying to buy back their grandparents' medals, war medals. So it was unbelievably important. Now, the, the medals weren't that expensive, but then, of course, we got to the shipping side of it, and you're absolutely right. They would have paid good money to, to have that guaranteed level of service so i think certainly in our industry that that could do really really well jeremy mm, i agree so biggest challenges working with us auctioneers now i appreciate your biggest challenge is probably harry and i <laughs> at this moment in time <laughs> not even close <laughs> uh, jeremy
0: jeremy we should work together for a couple of weeks trust me i'd like to move up the uh up the level somewhat,
1: but how do you, you know, how do you, how does it look from your side? It's all very nice of us talking yeah. about our side and how we see it, but from your side, um and it'll be, you know, it'll be quite handy to know what could auctioneers do better when working with a partner like your good selves. Yeah, yeah, okay, um,
2: yeah. I, I think probably the most frustrating one, and it, it doesn't happen very often. So we will. Booking to collect from auction houses most auction houses want you to book in so we'll um, we'll email or we'll phone with the details of lot numbers and everything um as requested and then when we get there <laughs> quite often they sort of said oh yeah we haven't so we'll, we'll go get that ready now sort of thing so i've got to
0: end the call now sorry <laughs> <laughs> I've,
1: got, I've got to go i've got to get something ready for yeah I, I, there from- must oh. be something
0: i should be doing rather than getting yeah okay <laughs>
1: Um, but on, on the whole, though, I would say it doesn't
2: doesn't happen uh, uh, very often. And you know, we, we understand everyone's busy, and uh, you know, we're we're trying to work our routes in to kind of suit suit ourselves. And you know, sometimes that's not always the best day for the auction house. So there's it, it's it's about building those relationships with the individual working but auction houses and, and and working out you know really what works. And we find the more that we, we work with auction houses that the easier the whole process becomes.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. It's all about communication. Simon, he was hugely diplomatic there, do you think? Yeah, very that diplomatic. was the only thing, the
0: only thing mm. that auctioneers could do better, that's why he's got 200 of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and tell us, you've mentioned the Platinum service. What about other future plans uh, yeah. going forward? So we're at the
2: moment, we're building um, a software platform. Um, which um, is uh, going to bring total visibility um, of the end to end process. So, at uh, the point that we, we, you know, that we raise a quote or we get an inquiry, we raise a quote, and um, that's accepted, we go and collect pictures on collection uploaded automatically onto the, onto the portal. Um, and then, yeah, they can, they can see when it's been collected. When it's been packed, or with, with with the visuals with it, when it's posted, the tracking numbers, and all of this will be automatically pushed to the clients. Um, auction houses will be able to go on there and um, uh, you, you know and, and, and sort of book in collections if they want to. Um, it's trying to create a bit of a, a, a sort of community hub, if you like. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, there's all sorts of things that we're looking at as well. So a, a bit of uh, uh, access to print and mail as well. So it, you want to market your, your auctions? We've got a, a handy little uh, postcard printing app as well that uh, they can just go straight into. Um, you know, we'll have some of our customer data that's opted in available as well.
0: If houses want to use that to promote themselves, are you saying on this portal that obviously I get you take a picture of the item once you've collected it from the auction house? This is the condition it was in, or But you're going to include a picture of it packed, ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then within that packaging. Um, an auction house. We tend not to name our auction houses weirdly. I don't know why on this podcast because we keep it generic. But um, so Simon at Lime Bay can I have a Lime Bay auctions postcard in his packing to remind people to bid at the next auction or that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, he could he could do that, or we could actually um post it out to his whole customer database. so you know, so if we wanted to, you know, if we wanted to send um you know x thousand of, of postcards out in one here if you've got a specific sale or if you wanted to segment his data and say i know i've, I've um other stuff that I bought from simon as well, vinyl. I've bought a bit of vinyl, haven't I, over the yeah, yeah, years yeah. Um, so it's a
0: band or something, Jeremy. Is that what's <laughs> going on I've got a ukulele, a saxophone and a load of gear in this sale. I'll just ship it straight to you, shall I? We're
1: gonna get I think we're gonna get onto the frustrated rock star element in a minute, Jeremy. Oh, so. oh yeah, okay, cool, yeah. That must be. <laughs> so this this portal this portal sounds absolutely fantastic.
2: Well, hopefully, yeah. We, again we what we wanna provide is complete transparency. Um, you know, we've we want to prove that we're a, a, a proper company. Um, and, you know, in other areas of the, the courier world, you know, this, this happens. So if you go online and buy lipstick or, or, um, or clothes or whatever you might want to buy, then, you know, you, you, you get a really good visibility of the whole process from from when you've ordered that to when it's going to be delivered. And those push notifications sort of saying what time it's going to be delivered, etc. So, yeah, we're we, we sort of uh, to encompass all of that into a sort of, um, yeah, this platform.
1: I, I'm, I'm thinking that Amazon are taking notes as we speak. I think they're getting a bit worried now. Uh, well, I think, I, think, I think
0: any shipper who's trying to target um, the auction market and is able to provide the transparency and the level of service you're talking about, I mean, you know, the Platinum service, which you heard about here first on the gavel and the Gabble. the producer's just said in my ear. Um <laughs> post it for me we'll soon be sponsoring the uh, next episode um the uh, the um th- that level of service combined is is has not happened there are plenty of other courier companies i'm sure we've had a crack at it but that i don't i don't believe well i've not encountered it simon
1: no no absolutely not I've also not encountered anybody, uh, to be fair, like Jeremy, who has. uh, We've been approached by a lot of companies, both at Windsor and Lion Bay, who said, oh, yeah, yeah, we do shipping. We do a bit of shipping. You know, you can use us. And then when they start to understand the complexity of the auction world and the complexity of the product that we're shipping and the way that we as a business work and the fact that you might be turning up and picking up. Uh, you know, everything from an armchair to a, you know, uh, a pack of uh, coins um, and you've got to manage that whole process, they quickly fade away. I don't think there are many like Jeremy and Post-it for me who are saying, do you know what, we are actually going to tailor a service that complements auctioneers um, and it is very much, you You are right on the money, Jeremy, it is a big bugbear among auctioneers and auction going customers who want to bid on an auction house down in Devon or down in Windsor but may actually live up in Sheffield and you know I want to bid on that stuff but how the hell am I going to get it you know once I've been successful with that bid these are the answers and I think that's it's brave but it's, it's also the speed and I mean I I, I know that Jeremy you, you
0: correct me if I'm wrong but Um, we need it out of the building as quickly as possible because we're getting ready for the next auction. Literally, as Simon and I put the gavel down on the last lot next weekend, we're already, the next two auctions are already coming back through the door. So we want it out as quickly as possible. And the person who's just bought the medals wants them 30 seconds after the hammer went down. So, I I mean, is that something you've taken into consideration? Yeah,
2: absolutely. And I I think um, that's why we're keen to add the extra hubs in as well um and uh, you know we're always increasing our fleet of, uh, of bands and drivers and um, you know we're not we're not the biggest uh, company out there but you yeah, know we're, we're employing sort of over 20 people now um and uh, you know that, um, that we're able to we've got a fair bit of reach um yeah, so yeah, we, we again it's it's services everything um yeah we understand exactly uh, you know what you're saying there with the, uh wanting to get things moved and and to be fair um that's how we make our money. It's, it doesn't pay us to have stuff sitting around. Um, same as yourselves. So.
0: No, no, no. I'm, I'm just interesting from your point of view. You're absolutely right. I'd never thought of it like that. It's costing you cash if it's sat in a warehouse, isn't it? I mean, you just want it out the door and get on with it as well. So speeds of the essence. Speeds of the essence for us all.
1: And of course, the the portal and things you're talking about is dovetailing perfectly into how our business is evolving, which is online. Everything is online. Everybody wants to do everything online. So being able to interact with your shipping service online—that's ideal, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I,
2: and I guess you know if you think about um, you know some of the online auction platforms, um, I think that's you know once we've got this national c- coverage, um, which you know, pretty soon, hopefully. And um, then, I, I, yeah, I feel that we'd be confident enough to to approach those and, uh, you know, probably try and look at some, yeah, uh, you know, maybe some further
1: integrations. That sounds like a fantastic idea. Yeah, one-click shopping. What Exactly, yeah. Straight through, quote, chip, brilliant. Yeah, yeah careful, careful.
0: Don't make it too easy, Simon. We don't want really to make it too easy, <laughs> otherwise our job will look too simple. I think people think that
1: already, <laughs> Harry, to be honest with you.
0: Well, only because we're in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so jeremy going slightly off piste here you've bought from Lime bay auctions as you've already alluded to a drum kit a piano yeah uh, any other instruments loud and noisy things
2: i don't, I don't think so um, but as, as i mentioned I, I can't actually play any of them so, um, you, you know, hopefully if post uh, if It For Me is, is the success that we, uh, we want it to be, then, uh, you know, I might be able to, uh, you know, spend some time, uh, you know, in the future uh, learning all of these instruments.
1: <laughs> and are you a collector of anything yourself? Do you, is it just musical instruments from auction houses or, are you, or do you collect? <laughs> yeah, that you don't play. <laughs>
2: that you don't <laughs> play. That <laughs> I don't play. Um, so I've got a, a, a fairly um, extensive vinyl record collection. Come on then,
0: Jeremy. When you say extensive, what are we talking?
2: Well, so I do trade some of it. So I've I've probably got about 20,000 in in total. But um, actually my own sort of home collection is is. It's probably about 1500, I should think, something like that.
0: So it's not, you know, that's the, all the good stuff comes home here. You've got 1500, I think Jeremy's partner's walked into the room. Um, you've got 1500, <laughs> you've got 1500, um, of your own that you're declaring publicly because your yes. wife's kicking around in the house, and you're um, you've got 20,000. Where, where are they then stashed somewhere?
2: Yeah, they're in the, one of our warehouses in the in, in Dorset. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to take a lease on this building. Why do we need that just yeah. yet? Well, that's uh, don't worry about that, everybody. Just you know, you don't need the key <laughs> for that one. Twenty thousand albums, blimey! Yeah,
2: yeah, well, so, yeah. There's all, there's all sorts in there, but um, the great thing about vinyl is it's it's something you can collect and enjoy as well. So, you know, even some of you know got some some pricier ones. You know. I've, if I want to play them, I'll play them sort of thing. They're not, you know, they're not just put away in a in a temperature controlled room or anything like that. They've always got the uh, the threat of being covered in a splash of red wine if I'm dancing <laughs> dancing rather than exuberantly on a Friday afternoon.
1: I tell you, what, I've I've got to give a shout out to Nigel. I I doubt he'll ever listen to this, but Nigel is the chap um, that comes and collects from us at Lime Bay. He's an absolute superstar. He's absolutely lovely. He's so helpful. Everybody here loves him. We all. He always has a smile on his face. He often has a good story to tell, and he's so helpful. So I just want to say thank you to Nigel for all your years of putting up with us at Line Bay. He's a good lad, isn't he? He's 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 one of the best. And and you know it it sounds like a cliche, but
2: it's it's the people that make the business. So Mm -hmm. you know you take someone like Nigel. He's he's the the contact with the customer alongside with the you know the team in the office as well, who were arranging the collections and doing the whole customer service piece. But you know, we, we genuinely have got you know a fantastic team, um, and uh, yeah, I'm really, yeah, uh, really very lucky and very proud to uh, to work with them. Um, yeah, it's uh, and you know, hopefully they uh, they enjoy it.
0: Does he get invited to Rock and Roll Friday? It's hang on, I need to, this sounded like <laughs> this is how the uh, post it for me. You know, the wind down at the end of the week. I love
1: it, <laughs> Joey. I just want to say- thank you so much for coming on and i want to tell because a lot of auctioneers are now listening um to our podcast we're very grateful for that but actually um jeremy has shown us that the whole shipping debacle can be solved with a good partner
0: to work with harry i was just about to say it's also reasonably priced so just mm. touching on this jeremy we haven't touched on this before but you probably not aware because I'd, you wouldn't need to be um, or want to be, uh, the hottest topic on Twitter amongst auctioneers and auction houses is the price and the fact that they feel that they're being people are being mucked about. Now, a lot of auctioneers are collectors as well, so they'll complain about the cost of it. And I just wanted to echo the fact that Simon and I have been chatting in that you've got a cost-effective. So not only is it secure, you've got this portal on its way, you've got platinum service, but it's also reasonably priced. You're earning a living, which everybody has to do, but you're not. You know, you're not fleecing the general public. You're you're making it an affordable way of of, of buying at house. And,
2: and I think there's um, one of the things that we we like to do is give customers choice as well. So you know, if you've got a low value product that you that you've bought and it's it's maybe non fragile, then you know we'll give different career options so that you know it can, can fit your budget so um internationally as an example um we send quite lots out to the to the far east um china particularly a lot of the customers they'll they'll go for what we call a, a, a standard track service which is you, you sort of it's your royal Mail equivalent if, if if you like but we we actually deal with the um you know local providers um and that, fits their budget and they're you know there's it's it's not as fast as a you know as an express courier service but you know the choice is there so it's all about giving the customers the choice so that um you know sometimes the the most expensive option is the best option because you know you've got a very expensive you know item that, that's being sent or you need it really quickly so but it's yes yeah, it's, again transparency and choice
1: Fantastic, Jeremy. Listen, I just want to say thanks ever so much. I also want to say thank you for all the emails that we've had in working with you for four plus years. There's a lot of emails that we've had that we haven't, you know, maybe forwarded on to you or mentioned because we have got used to it. Of customers saying, "Thank you so much for introducing us to Post It for me. What an excellent service!" So thank you for that, my friend. That's absolutely brilliant.
2: Thank you, Simon. Sir, that's, uh, that's very, very uh, generous of you.
1: Not at all. Not at all. Um, it's been wonderful having you on the podcast. There's some red wine to be drunk and some piano to learn, I would have thought, a few vinyls to spin. And sure. uh, we loved having you on the podcast, Jeremy. Thanks so much.
2: Yeah, great. Thanks, Thanks Jeremy. Cheers. Take care.
1: Simon, what a
0: fantastic chat that was. Uh, Jeremy, interesting guy. I mean, obviously, I was a little worried when it started, uh, having and then said he was being banned from...
1: Oh, no, I'm by auctions. I honestly thought, Harry, I honestly thought he'd set me up to literally, you know, say, yeah, I'll be on your podcast. I'll be on your podcast. And that's when I'll, that's when I'll nail him to the floor for banning. Oh, my God. I literally, my heart medication was tested. I tell you.
0: I, I mean, I tried not to laugh, but the look on both <laughs> our faces looks like we've seen some sort of ghost at that oh, point, I think.
1: Oh, honestly, Jeremy, what are you trying to do to me? Good grief. What it, I thought, personally, I thought that was fascinating. I'll tell you what, I didn't know about the stuff that is coming down the line, the portal, the platinum service, oh, mate, all of those. How good did that sound? What do you think?
0: Well, I mean, I think people at Left, Right and Centre are going to be signing up for that. For that one-off special,
1: special item. Absolutely. Yeah. But also giving, as he quite rightly said, there are some people stick it in a jiffy bag, pop it in the post. There are other people where this has either great sentimental value or just great importance to them for whatever reason. To have a partnership with a company like that, that specializes for auction houses and all the weird and wonderful stuff we get involved in. Brilliant. And brave. Very brave. And the nice thing is, it
0: all started with you. And now he's got 200 (laughs) auctioneers. And I'm going to be singing that tune for some considerable time. He told me I was special. (laughs) But he it, said he, it he was, was good, just so, for me. He was good enough to say that you were a very early adopter, and you, you know, without you, it wouldn't have I, he helped, I, you know, helped mould it. And that, that I'm not taking what? the Mickey, but it was interesting. No. But then, when he took about two sentences later, he said, "Yeah, I've got to look after about two thousand auction houses and about ten thousand end user customers." I was like, uh, "Right, <laughs>
1: yeah, okay." <laughs> I knew I should have taken shares. (laughs) Where was I? What was that car park conversation all about? Yeah. Oh, what did you do? Oh, my! no. Seriously. And I also think um, genuinely anybody out there that is listening, whether you have an auction house, whether you have a small business, uh, if you are in any way involved in shipping product to your customers, to your partner, whatever it is, They are worth a go uh, because they're now a partner that we, do you know what? We just don't even think about it now. And they're absolutely fantastic. So
0: just so uh, you know, dear listener, um, contact details and information about
1: Jeremy's company are in the episode notes. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, yeah, absolutely loved having him on. He's a nice guy. And uh, I don't think anybody's opened up a podcast and given me a heart attack like that. (laughs) Well, mate, um,
0: I'm seeing a lot of you next week yep. because we've got a lot of auctions next week. A lot of auctions I'm next week. trying to get to that part of that sentence quicker. Quicker, quicker next time. <laughs> quicker.
1: Good grief. So oh, what dear. do you need to tell the dear listener to do, mate? Uh, we have been told to... Uh, if you could say nice things. Producer David says, please say nice things about us. And why? Because he told me to say that. <laughs> because
0: in the next episode, uh, we're doing a little bit of correspondence. Oh, yes. And we'll be reading out some of our reviews and yes. things that people have been saying about the gavel and the
1: gabble. I'm going, to over, I'm going to upset David now and say, if you'd like to leave a funny review, the funnier the better... Preferably five stars. Make it as funny as you like because the funniest ones we will read out on the gavel and the gabble. That's not quite what he told me to say, but dear listener, I think you know where we're going with this. And when have we ever done what David told us to do? (laughs) (laughs) Now, could you leave us a review? Something about a like on Spotify. What's that about? Yeah,
0: you've got to like it on Spotify. Like it on Spotify. It pushes us up the rankings and all that sort of stuff. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, We have a lot of engagement on Twitter at the moment. And also you will be able to see um, the clips of Simon doing the podcast. I'm in there too, but Simon doesn't do social media much. And therefore we put quite a bit of Simon up on that. How did I get on Twitter? (laughs) You're on TikTok too. We always mention it. Uh, If you want to follow the laughing auctioneer on TikTok. What? The Laughing Auctioneer on TikTok, you get to see some of the uh, interesting outtakes and bits and pieces. Oh, remember the episode when Simon ate a uh, hot
1: chip? That sort of stuff. That's um, Still not talking to you. <laughs> it's been gone downhill <laughs> since then. That is true. <laughs> Thank you so much to Jeremy and Harry. Looking forward to auctioneering with you next week. Looking forward to it immensely. Me too. All right, buddy. See you next week. Cheers, mate.